Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Free kick. Williams will take the right side of the right side of free kick. It's about halfway inside the, the Everton halves. Everyone's gone forward. Everton have got everyone back. It's floated into the mix. Ball bounces down. Welcome, welcome, welcome dear listeners, welcome to a grey, misty grey winter Saturday afternoon in South Bermondsey. We're just watching pre-game, watching a video of um, past Lions Cup triumphs. It's fantastic stuff. There's Tim Cahill swirling his shirt around his neck, his head, no his neck, his head. There's uh, Big Danny Chateau scoring up a Blackburn. There's the goals in the cup run to take us to Leicester. All that kind of stuff is fantastic. I've given me a little shiver on the back of my neck. We're just awaiting the entry of the two teams this afternoon for this FA Cup round four uh, game against the Premier League. Premier League, Sheffield United. I suppose I ought to say welcome to Akdung Millwall and I ought to say my name is Nick Hart. So welcome to the show. We're just awaiting the entrance of the two teams right now. To the Lions today have shown five changes, dear listeners, five changes after all that chitter-chatter we had on the fan show about um, our great cup uh, record and how they are seriously we take it down the den. Clearly manager Gary Rowett has his eyes set upon the bigger prize, the bigger prize yet. Tuesday night we go to Leeds, he's resting the likes of Jed, Sean Hutchinson and Etta. I was just seeing the Cowboy players coming into the tunnel now, so five changes. I'll read out the teams when they're on the pitch. Fat Boy Slim laying down some hot rocking beats. I've started a little bit early than I normally do. I've gone too early, ladies, I've gone too early. Um, normally I wait for the teams to come. Here they come! More in there, familiar dark blue shirts with white sleeves, white shorts. Sheffield United being the old traditional red and white stripes with black shorts. So your Lions team this afternoon, dear listeners, sees Bart Belkowski in goal. 
a back line. Um, James Brown, get on up. The hardest working man in show business joins the Lions in the uh, right side of defence. Central defence, Jake Cooper, Alex Pierce, afternoon, Murray Rice. Good old Murray on, on the left side of defence in midfield. Um, Billy Mitchell takes the field today. Obviously, Ryan Woods is cut tight or can't play. Billy Mitchell alongside Jason Malumbi in the centre of midfield. On the wing, Conor Mahoney and Shane Ferguson. And up front, Matt Smith and Aidan O'Brien. Chris Wilder, manager of Sheffield United, says in the media that any Premier League club who gets drawn away at Millwall would recognise that it's a tough tie to get through with their record. Um, we do have a great record. Um, clearly, as I've said, Gary Rowett has got his eyes on the glittering prospect of league success. Game at Leeds on Tuesday, and then we're away at Sheffield Wednesday next Saturday. He's resting this afternoon. That's the kind of progress we're making, dear listeners. We are resting and rotating our squad with Premier League opponents. Um, Sheffield United sitting quite nicely in the Premier League at the moment. They would, I would imagine, I hope, have their eye on the UEFA Cup spot where Manchester United currently sit. They're one point off of that. So let's hope it's um, it's going to be an open game, I think. Both sides will want to get a result. I don't think either really fancy a replay with the, the, the fixture build-up that we all know about. Gary Rowe is speaking to the, um, the Evening Standard about his period at, at the Den so far. Uh, describes the club as being so together. The spirit is incredible. And it's a really tough place to play for opponents because the fans make it an intimidating atmosphere in a good way, he says. He did put that in a little, uh, little uh, addendum at the end of that sentence. Decent crowd building up inside the Den. It's not a full house. Not yet, anyway. It's going to be a decent crowd. I'd expect, say, 12 to uh, maybe 14,000, depending on the, on the away sport. Good Saturday afternoon. Cold winter's day. Bermondsey, what more would you want out of your life, dear listeners, wherever you are around the world? What more would you want to be here right now with me? You would love it. Listening out there in Borneo and um, Bahrain, Timbuktu, Toronto, wherever you are. It's a cold winter's afternoon in Bermondsey. Don't you love it? Murray Wallace has called Sheffield Wednesday the Masters of the 352. I'm guessing we're going to go 442 with that lineup today. I'm no tactician, I'm no uh, millennial who's made his life studying football manager, but I'm guessing 442 against the Kings of 352 from the mouths of Murray. It'll be Sheffield United to kick us off, attacking the Coldbow Lane end in the first half in accordance with the Anglo-Saxon dictums laid down by the Venerable Bede in the 8th century. Away we go. Not a debate on the fan show on the merits of Matt Smith. He starts this afternoon. Harry, I think, looked a bit askance at, at Matt Smith's um, style of football. Oh, he's, he's eight goals. I think it was Bradshaw leading the middle scoring charts with ten. Then there's Jed Wallace and then Matt Smith on eight. I, I can't see what more he can do other than put the ball in the net, but um, there we are. But also some critique, if this, we have to speak um, honestly now, some critique of Matt Smith's haircut, which is not an issue that I've, um, I've ever, ever noticed, but I'm taking down an inordinate interest in the, the kind of monk's patch on Matt Smith's head. He's got a head of hair from the front. Well, I'd never noticed it, to be honest, but Harry has. He's going bald in the back. He's, he's starting to get the old monk look. You've got to lose your hair, Matt, if you're listening. You've got to shave that off. Get one of those um, skull, skull shavers I saw on the back of the bus coming out through the Rubber Life Tunnel this afternoon. It's, uh, it's like a, um, a, a chin shaver, but it does it for your head. Bit of early head tennis inside the 
Sheffield United half one and a half minutes on the clock. The ball's been in the Sheffield half pretty much since kickoff, and good, good voice around the den, as you can hear, dear listener. Ball's gone all the way back to the green clad goalkeeper. A lot of hoo-ha last week. We had that stoppage in the game where the referee um, made the management here aware of an alleged, and emphasis is on alleged, uh, homophobic comment it turned out to be. And there's the allegation. Um, from what I can gather, we haven't had an awful lot of evidence because the Met police were asking. There's a shot from distance by Matt over the bar. Three and a half minutes. The Met police were putting around um, an appeal on, on Twitter for witnesses. Well, good luck with that, Met police. Um, also then a huge to and fro with a, a, a podcast called Second Tier Podcast it covers championship clubs in which um, they make the casual remarks about the reputation of the Den and Mill fans which um, one or two of us took umbrage to um, they, got, they got a bit of a pounding online Second Tier uh, Podcast um, lazy, lazy comments, lazy journalism as the phrase goes I don't really like that uh, cliche but it was true in that case Break forwards on the left now. Six minutes for, for Sheffield United. The tens inside the middle box. It's going to come right to the 97. That's put wide. 97 is that? And that should buy shows. Put it wide, wide left. 27. Blimey. Get your eyes checked, Nick. From the distance, it looked like 97. It's 27. There is, of course, a current fashion for um, stupidly high numbers in, on football shirts. It might be one of those issues we raised on our random subject in the week. 69 always been the ho-ho-ho favourite, of course. Jake Cooper, long ball down the left channel. Aimer Brian managed to win a bit of space. He's thrown into the penalty area. Took back. Can he score? He's put it low, wide. Goalkeeper collects. No power on the show. Done brilliantly well to win the space. After he pushed him. He done well, got past his man, should have done better in truth. Seven and a half minutes, Aiden O'Brien with the first real chance of the game. Another ball down the channel towards uh, Matt Smith, who takes it on his head. He's got two men on him, he won't have much chance to do an awful lot. The goal defender does clear into touch. Done well there just to get something out of a difficult situation, Matt Smith. The fifth round, whoever makes it through to the fifth round out of today's fixture, will be a midweek event. I know there's been a huge amount of um, debate online about the future of cup competitions. Pep don't like the League Cup. Pep don't like much of anything, it seems to me. But um, the future of the FA Cup, the future of the League Cup. I, as I said on the fan show the other night, I could happily, well, not happily, I could lose the League Cup if... If it was a real choice, but the FA Cup is something valuable. The fiddling around with it is um, to be to be deplored. I think the playing of the midweek fifth round. I don't know about that either. Um, what we really need is for the FA Cup to be reinforced. If that does cost the League Cup, I'd, I'd, I would pay that price personally. But how do you feel, dear listeners? Do contact us. We've got an email address now: achtungmillwall, all one word, at gmail.com. So send us your thoughts on the future of cup competitions. We've done it already, but we're always willing to do it a little bit more, or indeed anything else to do with Millwall, football, life, the universe. But no politics, please. We have enough of that in the rest of life. Or you can leave us a voicemail as well, 0208 144 Do leave us a voicemail. We used to get some good voicemails in the past. It's been a while since we've had some decent voicemails. So we're going to try and push that again, because we'll, any good ones we'll play on the show. 
arrogance on the ball for Malumbi these days. He's gaining in confidence visibly. Just took the ball and did a kind of a Pushka-style drag back there in midfield. Lions do keep possession. Another ball hoisted forwards towards Matt Smith. He gets a flick header on. This is Mahoney on the on the right. He's got James Brown overlapping. Oh dear. That one got a night train. Oh, the poor boy must have spent his whole life labouring under James Brown, godfather of soul, soul brother number one, hardest working man in show business style um, one-liners. But, you know, I'm not going to change that for you, James, I'm afraid. If you're going to be compared with somebody, be compared with one of the masters of modern-day music, I see. I think that's a great challenger by James Brown. No joke needed now, James, because that was quality, mate. 18 and a half minutes. This is Lyons on the on the break now. This is Aidan O'Brien, Mitchell. Crowd sensing there's momentum behind the, the, the this this second string side. I suppose you could call it a second string side. There's certainly enough in about this eleven to show they can win this game if they press forwards. And the crowd are urging on. 19 minutes. Crowd getting behind the Lions. 21 minutes, halfway through the first half Sheffield have possession before I go too far since when did I never ever go too far there's a ball forward just on the edge of the middle penalty it's going to run through there's a 10 she puts it in ooh off the line cleared off the line the 10 from a very tight angle just took it past Bielkowski fired it in from a narrow narrow angle and it's cleared off the line that's a good chance there for Sheffield United back in possession this is the 10 from the right side ball into the near post that's headed away 28 minutes. The game is more evenly balanced, I'd say, after that initial adrenaline rush in the opening 10. The WhatsApp group saying if um, that chance had fallen earlier on to Tom Bradshaw, it would have been 1-0. Generally speaking, Aidan O'Brien is a finisher and he is a goal taker, so um, it was poor, as, as, um, as they're saying. This is Billy Mitchell in the middle. It's just um, scrappy in the middle at the moment. Neither side really, really dominating, it must be said, or finding any kind of pattern of play. It's a bit like... Um, and with the pitch looking like Beckton Park, as, as um, Rowett didn't compare it Beckton Park, you probably don't know where that is, but it does look a bit scratchy out there at the moment. The, uh, the pitch does need some work. It's in quite poor nick all the way down this, this right side and down the middle, to be absolutely honest. 38 minutes, that's come off of Jake Cooper 16 will take from the left in it comes it swings into the near post that's a chance put wide uh, the 11 I think it is claiming shirt was pulled 15 sorry we put it wide under pressure, let's put it that way real chance there for Sheffield United this is James Brown gives the ball away unfortunately 44 minutes, come towards the last minute of the first half over by the left side corner flag no extra time. Well, that's, that's a mark of the um, spirit in which the first half has been placed. 0-0, obviously, at the break. Um, fairly evenly balanced in truth. I think the Lions will rule that early chance from Aidan O'Brien. Missed chance from Aidan O'Brien. And also Sheffield had their own moments in the header, I think, from close. So both sides will feel they should be going in with a goal, perhaps a piece. But as it is, even Stevens at the break. 0-0, Sheffield United, 0. Achtung. Millwall. Achtung Millwall and the Real Millwall Fan Show are the number one Millwall podcast and we want to hear from you. So get in touch with us. Let us know your thoughts, your views, your rants about all things Millwall. We've got email, achtungmillwall at gmail.com. 
all one word, achtongnewal at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us and leave us a voicemail on 0208 144 0232. That's 0208 144 0232. Leave us a voicemail. No human will be involved in the receipt of your message. So give us a shout. Tell us what you think about all things Millwall. And the best messages will be read out on air. Half-time tweets for you, dear listeners. Uh, Ryan Loftus is not sure about what James Brown so far. He's been decent defensively, says Ryan. Tackle well, clear one off the line. Not convincing on the ball, so loose touches, says Ryan. Wayward passes and crosses. Good days, finally getting minutes in the first team, though. Mill Supporters Club, as they mentioned on our show the other day, Sheffield United fans have an LA, 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 LA song. Drivel, or dribble, drivel. It is, but dribble in the tech in the tweet. Mill halfway on says not a bad account of ourselves, first half, but let's be honest, a bit of a weird game. Mill halfway line posts a, a classy, as he puts an image of a plastic glass of red wine. It's um, it's a plastic beer glass, so no effort really. Any kind of um, you know, style by the by the, uh, the bars around the around the group. John Kelly says almost a friendly vibe about this. Hasn't got going at all. No, it hasn't, John. Um, as I say, a couple of incidents at both ends. One one for Mill, one for United. Neither team taking their chance at the moment. It's hard to see um, who's going to win it. Achtung, Millwall. Well, both sides are out for the second half, dear listeners. Lions will be attacking the Colbro in the second half. Um, let's hope for a better second half, because in truth, there wasn't huge amounts to report on in the first 45. Um, the Lions must and can do better, even with this second string 11. Early press forward for Sheffield United. This is the 11 on the edge of the D. He's run it rightwards into Shane Ferguson, who did well there, actually to um, partially clear the ball the 8 has looked a busy little player I don't know what his name is and I, no I won't make any effort to find out either but he's looked quite um, small man busy if you know what I mean he's been all involved in stuff so he's probably been one of their standout players so far here he is coming towards the D he's found a man in space on the right ball into the middle that's cleared by Murray though the straight back to a red and white shirt they are in possession on the right 47 minutes ball into the mix and Bart will take and does I know modern players are measured for their body fat index and they've kind of Olympian style scientific regimes to measure them but the 8 looks like a kind of small boat that would be propping up a bar in a, in a different life like a more talented and uh, more focused Ben Marshall James Brown James Brown James Brown on the halfway line 48 minutes James Brown, James Brown. Damp feel in the air, English, dull grey skies, floodlights illuminating the rough green of the, it is rough, green of the pitch. Cool day. Crowd getting behind the Lions, dear listeners. 50 minutes. Brown releases and gives the ball away to the eight and gets it in, into the near post, but it headed clear. But Sheffield United do keep the ball now. 56 minutes, another crossing from the left from Sheffield United. It's caught on the volley, high over the bar. Will be a spectacular, but but as it was, it's far from spectacular. Fantastic support for the Lions. Row, it knows it. The players know it. 
Den on Cup Tide Day. No place like it, dear listeners. Mitchell tries to find Mahoney making a run through down the middle of there. Just cut out of the last by the Sheffield central defender. Sheffield on the break now. There's a ball down the middle to the uh, to the 10. Murray with another good tackle there, but they do keep possession. 27 on the on the right of the mill penalty area. They'll give him space for a shot. That's 1-0. So space opened up around him. And there's a shot from just on the, uh, the edge of the D into the left side of the mill goal was, there was a sudden moment where the space almost seemed to um, you know, the players evaporated and they gave him the chance for a shot in from the, from the right side 1-0 for the Sheffield United decent shot but that's um, poor defence by Millwall in that situation well that cup run against Evan of course we went behind twice in that famous game so um, no need for you know heads to drop I think we could have done a lot better though. I think that's the only criticism I'll make so far we are on 63 minutes so still 27 to go this is a slight uh, free hit Malumbi going down the left with our main focus being on the league at the moment There's a great tag uh, turn inside by Malumbi referee gives nothing I thought he got classed there 64 come to 65 minutes halfway through the second half obviously the deadlock has been broken self-inflicted error by Millwall to give the, the uh, player the space to t- pick his spot almost from the edge of the penalty area but nothing can be done about that spilt milk etc 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 so we've got um, second quarter of the second half in which to try and get something out of this I think we all want to avoid a replay if we can but there we are Mitchell's looking comfortable in midfield as the game progresses um, showing a lot, of, a lot of promise alongside Malumbi there was a, a graphic on, on Twitter the other day showing all of the late substitutions and goals scored by that Gary Rowett has made since his arrival. Uh, I haven't got it to hand, but I would expect substitutions at some point soon because the current 11 are not going to get anything out of this, I don't feel, at the moment. Of the WhatsApp, Michael says we switch off for one second and it's punished. It's a cruel game, um, but can't argue with a finish. Um, Ryan makes a point I made but it wasn't very good defending no it wasn't too much space and turned away from his man really easily for the shot it's a it's a three way sub, no two way substitution Aidan O'Brien's coming out who's coming in I guess Bradshaw comes in 70 minutes and Smith comes out for Bud Varson nice interview with John Daddy in the Daily Telegraph and the lead up to this game where he compares the team spirit the um, the strength of the of the group at Millwall at the moment with that of the Iceland side that he took part in the um, two, 2016 European Championship this is a break down the left now this is straight to the defender unfortunately they will they will release and bring away third substitution for the Lions this is um, Mahoney coming out here comes Jed Wallace Little pulls in punch, looking at some of the tweets. Frankie Christou describing a goal, beautiful finish from Mo Besic from outside the penalty area. But Moore gave him enough time to pause and pick his corner, and so they did. Barney Roney, nil nil to Dan, he says at the time, half time. Both teams lucky to get nil. Ho, 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 Barney Roney. John Kelly, today's attendance is 12,653. I always feel like you should applaud an attendance. I never quite know why people do applaud attendances, but there is 12,653. Thanks, John Kelly. All put forward over the top towards John Daddy. Finds Jed. 
and now he's got James Brown overlapping him. 79 minutes, we're coming down the right, a little bit more pace and pizzazz since Jed's come into proceedings, of course. He's taking his man on, goes past his man on the right, can he get across? He can get a decent cross. Taken away from John Daddy at the last. On the left side, Bonnie had the last man defending. Going for a throw in on the left side, 79 minutes. This is Sheffield on the attack now, this is the 19 down in front of us. The space, the 16 to pass it, that's 2-0 from the edge of the D from distance. Good take, we've got a strike. Um, I think that settles it, 2-0 to Sheffield United. 83 minutes. People filing for the exits. Decent take. Waiting for the replay to come up on the big screen, but we're not seeing it. All that's left for the crowd on the Easter upper is the offerings out after the game, dear listeners, I'm afraid. I think it's been, um, it's probably been a fairly contained performance from Sheffield United. I don't think they will feel they will ever have been tested by the Lions this afternoon. Um, second string 11, I know it's not so much now, we've got some late introductions, but the game was probably lost with that first goal, which was self-inflicted, as we've said already. So, um, if we're going to measure ourselves against a decently placed Premier League team, I suppose that is the measure. We've made the error, they didn't. They took the chances, we didn't. I've gone all philosophical. It's been a very frustrating afternoon for the Lions. Sheffield United on the break now. Coming towards 89 minutes. This is the sixth, just outside the edge of the middle penalty area. All in from the right now. It's uh, put behind by a corner by, by Jake Cooper. Last 30 seconds of regular time and whatever added time we get, I hope not too long. It's been a fairly uh, mundane match from the moral perspective, in all honesty. Um, Sheffield United have done enough. They, they deserve their win, in my opinion. They've, ta- they've taken two chances, taken them very well. We haven't created enough chances. Well, one we did create, we didn't take. And we've looked very much second best as once the goal's gone in, we've really looked... Um, Three minutes. Um, we've really looked, um, you know, off off the uh, off the boil. So we can't complain at the result. One, two is a ten for on goal. Now this should be three nil. No, he's great save by Bart Bielkowski for a right-sided corner. Uh, the ten was put through from the left in front of goal. Um, should have even feel he should have got a goal there, but that's gone behind for a right-sided corner. Last few seconds of the game, I feel. Well, there it is, uh, 2-0. Um, well beaten, I think, in the end. So I don't think we ever showed enough across the whole game to deserve anything out of that. Um, Sheffield United will feel that they've come here and done their job and progress on to the fifth round. So that's the end of Mills Cup interest for the season. Um, we'll be back after these messages. Achtung, Milbein. 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Achtung Millwall and the Real Millwall Fan Show are the number one Millwall podcast and we want to hear from you. So get in touch with us. Let us know your thoughts, your views, your rants about all things Millwall. We've got email, achtungmillwall at gmail.com. All one word, achtongmillwall at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us and leave us a voicemail on 0208 144 0232. That's 0208 144 0232. Leave us a voicemail. No human will be involved in the receipt of your message. So give us a shout. Tell us what you think about all things Millwall. And the best messages will be read out on air. Right, big welcome to the show to a new voice, Rob Carnaby. Welcome to the show, Rob. Hello, mate. All right? Good? Yeah. Um, thanks for coming on the show. Um, we call this the Sunday morning nightmare normally, and I'm not sure it was a nightmare. Yes, it was more of a damp squib, I thought. It was a strange old game. Yeah, it was a bit... It, yeah, it, it was a bit sort of testimonially, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> it was It was an odd, an odd, odd fixture. I mean, I... Uh, you know, obviously, there's a lot of comment online today, and I want to get your views on the team selection because that was, I suppose you'd call that a second string, with one or two exceptions, but it was, it was a pretty much a second string um, turnout. And apart from Aiden's chance in the, you know, very early on in the game, it didn't create much. I mean, is that a message that our second string 11 isn't isn't up to par? Yeah, the... I mean, my thoughts on the lineup. I mean, we've had. We've been lucky and blessed with quite a few home cup games in the last few seasons um, against supposedly better teams and whatever. And um, just that thing of, oh, another big thing coming there. But the, the mood was already we were going to play a weakened side, which is pretty much unheard of for us in these sort of cup games. It is. And then like, yeah. when he announced the team, and obviously three or four changes, especially like someone like Wallace on the bench and that, it was like... People just went, oh, well, we, we, you know, we, we've gone down that route now as well, which I found odd as a Millwall supporter playing against the Premiership team. <laughs> it just felt like we were just, we started to undermine the FA Cup, you know, as everyone <laughs> else probably has. Yeah, we, had a, we, 
Yeah, but yeah. Everyone, had, everyone had justification because there's another game coming up very quickly and we've got eyes on perhaps bigger things. And it, 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 is, it just kind of, I think, killed that uh, atmosphere at the start a little bit. With It was, oh, well, it's second string. And that. But as you said, like, the players that came in, um, you know, are they good enough? Uh, probably well, I think, not. Was, I think we got an answer. I mean, I, I suppose Sheffield would say that that wasn't their first choice Premier League um, selection, but equally has a pretty good performance, I thought. I mean, I, I, apart from that one early incident, which fell to Aidan O'Brien, which... Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, you're going to realise when you play them sort of teams, you're not going to get that many chances. No, you're and not. That was, I mean, it fell for him really well. I thought he was a little bit lucky to actually get the, the chance as clear as it did, but, you know, he's, he's got to be judged by goals if you're playing in that sort of position. And... and you know, that's it. Yeah. It's I mean, cost us, cost us, not say it's cost us the game or anything like that, but it knocked us straight away. We could have been, we should have been 1 0 up, I thought, there. And that got to change the complexity of it, but it didn't do it. So, no, I mean, it makes you wonder whether we want, we wanted to progress, really, Rob. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it is odd to, to be talking about a Millwall team rotating a squad. And, yeah, I mean, I was a couple of times in, in the game, I mean, it's sitting there and it comes up on the screen and going around, it was on the screen. And even his demeanour was like, oh, especially with one nil down. I think I know I don't want to lose, but it didn't mean as much as it should have done. If you know what I mean, I can't, you know, I don't know what I'm saying that, but it just felt like it was, and that was the support as well. Kind of, oh, we got beat. It's not the end of the world, you know. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a sense of it, exception. There's a, there's a post I picked out yesterday on on Twitter. A bloke called Telratch said the the team that we started says to him that leads away on Tuesday matters more, and I think that's probably that's yeah. the game in, but in a nutshell. Feel weird saying that, though. Yeah, it does. Mean, as I said, it's, it's just an odd. It was like we've all accepted that, and it's kind of you know we've all yeah, here we go. It's like fourth round of the FA Cup, and I'm you know. Well, it's, it's especially, yeah. I mean, we had a bit of a, a, a debate on the, uh, the show in the week last week um, about the, the decline of the League Cup, which obviously is dying on its yeah. feet. And, the you know, I, I made a little speech about how the FA Cup is on this, for me, personally, on a bit of a pedestal. But um, it was ultra-realism, real real politic, as I called it yesterday. It was it was play, uh, play, play yeah. a second-string side and conserve well, it. Well, as, as, as I said, we've been blessed with some good home ties recent years. That was, I mean, we played a Premiership team, and it was, we just accepted, oh, you know, we rotated and put a few others in, and then just like, also, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, some have made the point, and I, I, I kind of agree with it that if, if we're going to draw a Premier League side, Sheffield United were probably the the worst side in a sense because they weren't going to be rattled by the the approach, the muddy pitch, and the and the yeah. and the atmosphere. They they would they've come from that 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 stock themselves, haven't they? They they know the yeah. score. I mean, but they they could press. They, I mean, you know the way they play now. I must admit, uh, the uh, lad at the back, the six, the back, Basham, the overlapping centre back. I mean, that was quite a interesting watch. What you didn't get, for. they play a really yeah. they play a decent way. And um, so there's a little bit about them this year. They're not just um, struggling at the bottom. They've been really competing. And it was like, you know, they're doing really well. And you think, look at this as like a big game. And it just didn't turn out to even feel like a big game. To look at the positives, I mean, it was was even, I felt, until... Yeah, I mean, we were, I thought we were very well (laughs) organised. You know, I mean, let's face it, the ball was 
pretty much over the halfway line in, in our half for good chunks of the game. Yeah. But we were hard to break down. Um, defensively, you could see the work that's gone in there. And yeah, we were, we, we were, we were strong in a four or five at times, you know. And we didn't give them an awful lot. I mean, I thought Billy Mitchell did equip himself really well in there, actually. I thought it was so. a big. It was a big yeah. game for that young man, and he yeah. he's certainly showing that he's got. He looks like he's got what it takes to certainly stick around with and see where we go with him. Because I thought I, he um, he did well. I thought he got comfortable. What did you think of James Brown in in the right back position? He's... Well, I mean, it's like one of them playing. You sort of. Um, <clears throat> We didn't get forward as much, but then saying that, we were pegged back more. But, I mean, there was a opportunity in the first, first 15, 20 minutes. The ball went out right. He got in a great position. He hit his cross. I think he was trying to pick out the bloke in block one. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> everyone. And that kind of... And I did say at the time, like, everyone, oh, no, well, that's why you don't play. Yeah. And I, I, didn't, I don't want to be like harsh like that, but I thought, you know what I mean? You've got a chance to put a great... Deli- he's un- unopposed. And he, say he's put in block one, and you're like, mate, he's just put it in the box. But I don't really actually recall him getting further forward at any point. Um, defensively, he seemed okay, you know. But I, I don't know. I mean, <coughs> but the game was we were playing in the in our our third of the pitch a lot of the time and defending. So we were we were harsh and getting forward. Oh, football's an unforgiving business, and you know we've mentioned Aidan O'Brien missing that one chance. Yeah. That's the difference when. Uh, I made the, made the point myself. I mean, Sheffield got two decent chances and they took them both. That was the exactly, shot from yeah. uh, the 10 who I see is Billy, Billy Sharp. I didn't know that yeah. was him in, in real time. And that was, he put that away very well. Although we gave him space to take the shot, Rob, didn't we? And yeah, I mean, it was, it was, I think, yeah, it was like he was allowed to turn on the edge of the... It was one of them where someone was tight and then they backed off as yeah. he started to go one way and then he suddenly realised, well, I can go back where I come from and he just be a great finish. But you can't let... That's the difference, probably, <laughs> their quality in the final third there. They yeah. put that away. And our quality in the final third, with the chance we got, was the thing just... I mean, to be fair, Henderson went down and saved that, and it it was a straightforward save, wasn't it? It wasn't even like he had to sort of stretch it. <coughs> no, know? no. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's one error. I mean, cause it was yeah. a good defensive performance, I, I thought, overall. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought we were hard to break down. I mean, it, it wasn't like we were... They, I mean, to be fair, they put it out wide enough and tested us, try to get it behind us, and um, but we were equal to most of it, you know. And, uh, and then the, well in that part. The second goal, which was um, which was the decisive. Well, I suppose the first one was decisive, but the second one was, uh, yeah. you know, icing on the cake for them. Was another decent strike, and and yeah, that I was, thought Bart could have got his that. Was that. that. Right. <coughs> Where are yeah. we sitting? I was. I thought we could. I, it's one of them. I've not. I don't, my general reaction was. I. I was a. I thought, I'm not saying he's going to stay this. I thought, it's one of them because it's just going away from me. But I thought, oh, he might have just got his hand to that. But he didn't get his hand. I thought, oh, don't know. But it was a good finish. It was in the corner, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, I mean that that was that at that point. I, I just want to mention a couple of players um, from yesterday. I thought Mitchell, we, we've mentioned him already, did well. Yeah. And, and, and Brown, I thought, did okay. Um, I want to pick out Conor Mahoney because um, these are the big yeah. stages. These are the big games, Rob. And yeah, it, oh, I didn't see it yesterday. You know, it's 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 the old. I mean, what are we in January? Yeah, and it, yeah. it took him to about what December before he sort of arrived. Yeah, in that moment of I've scored v Luton, and then like 
I can see us going another three or four months before we wait for the next thing. It's, um, I think there's a crisis. I think it's got a confidence thing going on. Um, it, it, I don't know. I mean, I, it, it's frustrating because we've seen, it looks <coughs> like the kid's definitely got ability. We all know that. Oh, he's, he's got the talent. Oh, he's got to go and do it, though. Yes, that, he it's does. Not, it's not like he's 18, is it? He's got to go and no, no, doing no. it. I mean, no. It, it, it's, you know, I mean, like, we could all have a game where it can be quiet. And we know that because it's that type of position where you can have that. <coughs> but he's, um, he's got a, a, somewhere along the line, he's got to put a stamp on some of these games and, and take it to the opposition a little bit. And you know, he's, he's made he's a run against, no, he made a run against Reading for the, for the goal and drew a little bit of luck. I think the ball touched his hand. He's got a waiver, but he made a fantastic run that produced a goal. But it's one yeah. thing making dribbles against Reading, and then it's another thing to do it against the big boys. And yeah. he, he was just way too quiet for me. Yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't think. I mean, it's, it's out. I can't remember him. I no. can't remember him actually contributing. <coughs> and the funny thing was, Jed came on, and I think within five minutes he'd gone around the fullback, or you know, whatever. Got he, he's done what your white well, man's doing, and then it's like that's the difference. Another interesting point. The game. Yeah, Jed's come in, as you say, he's made an immediate impact. We've looked more dangerous immediately. Yeah. He's a he's a match winner. He's a big time player. Whereas I'm he's looked our best the... player. That's where he's become now. I know there's a lot we talk about. Going, oh, he's a bit, you know, and he's he's been in and around that little group for quite a while. Like, but when he came on, he just looked like our best player straight away, which was but, it's good for him. But no place. I mean, just looking at the bench there, Rob Scalak didn't wasn't in the manager's thinking no, to mean, come I mean, in. It's you know, he's Mahoney over Scalak, yeah. which I think he does. Yes, he and does. I think yeah. that tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, I, I I think that I mean, as, as some have said, I mean, whatever becomes of the season, and it will be a stretch. I mean, we're up. And, our resources are limited in in the league. Yeah. But, you know, we have a shot. So I think the manager wants to conserve the energy for Ellen Road and then yeah the, I mean it's right yeah, as I say because uh, I mean that's that thing we're rotating but we understand why because we've got a big game coming up and we haven't got we haven't got the depth no we don't that, you know? no. and I think that's the other thing we've got a first 11 possibly got a 12 or 13 but after that it's a bit we're going to do a job for us you know yeah. get away with it sort of thing I mean, that was that was probably sum the game up. That that it was that point laid bare yesterday. I thought um, it was it was an honest enough performance, but it was limited, and 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 that probably says the manager said that regards the depth of the of the squad. But we do have two huge games coming up Tuesday yeah. night, and then at, then at Hillsborough next Saturday. So we're going to need to be on point for both. Well, yeah, um, we, we need a, to be there. We need to turn up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. I mean, I I think. It's a, it's a, I mean, we've, we've said this online a lot. I mean, I, I, we've avoided relegations. So I suppose that's always our, uh, our yeah. first um, base game. Even now, I'm still looking down the bottom, making sure we're right. But we, you know, we do, we do have a shot, and I think that's a massive achievement, Rob, for the manager. He's coming uh, from I mean, the wilderness, I, I, you know. I kind of think we're overachieving a little bit, but I mean, that just, it, it, it's just, just look, we, 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 what we've got. Which isn't a huge amount, as in squad depth. He's he's got the getting the best out of what he's getting at the moment, and I, I mean that's massive credit. I mean to put him yeah. in the position where we are, and these are big clubs up and around that area. I mean I know Brentford are in there, they're probably not, yeah. but you've got your Leeds, your Sheffield, your West Brom's, yeah, yeah, big clubs, big yeah. squads, big, big money. money, big resources, and, and, and yeah. we are we're in there toe to toe with them, and we're giving a great account of ourselves. 
And probably the thing that might undo us is if we get one or two knocks, um, especially after this window's passed, where we can't really get anyone in, and, and then it becomes a struggle. And we, we sort of like, we might level out a little bit. But I mean, all, I mean, it, it yesterday showed me what he's done. It, it just organised, so organised. I mean, yeah, we're, uh, we're hard to know, break down at the moment. You know, we, 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 we're moaning about, or, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of um, weighing up a, 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 perform, a losing performance. But we were in the game. It was the second string, and they didn't do yeah. it too badly without setting the place on fire yesterday. Well, that's it. I mean, O'Brien takes that chance, and we could be different having a completely different chat this morning. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So give, give me give me your thoughts. Leeds away, do you fancy us? Do, do, you, oh, think gonna... do you know what? I mean, it's like, I just keep thinking, uh, I don't know. I mean, they've been on a bit of a rubbishy run, haven't they? And, and yeah. I mean, there's basically, because then West Brom have been on a rubbish run, so no one wants to go ahead. So if they've got anything about them, they're going to come out full guns. Uh, and I think, uh, I think we can mix something. Yeah, I think it's, it's a big game. Two it's big the games coming up, and I think if we get three points out of it, but win out two games, I think that's a, that's pretty. That's pretty. I think it's thing, a yeah. season turning win, a season turning week rather. So Leeds and then Sheffield. Yeah, I I mean, if, if we win that, if we can go up there and win, yeah, it's game that's on. Massive. That's yeah. massive. That's massive. I see. Just everything. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason for us to be. Um, scared of the situation i think these are we our top you know our first choice 11 is we, we do have some big time players and we're obviously referring to jed but there are others too um it's going to be interesting to see how how much further ryan woods has advanced and that's going to be a big situation for him on on tuesday night um but yeah. no huge week ahead and you know it, as, as we've avoided relegation and now we've got a rock and roll ride into, uh, into wherever it takes us we, we'll, we'll see um yeah, we've, we've just got to see, see what happens you? I mean, but as i say we even if things don't go well this week we're still in and around it absolutely it, it's you know it's nice to be in that position isn't it? Achtung. Mailball. well big thank you to rob carnaby there my phone cut out on on the call just as um as we were concluding things there, but a big thank you to Rob for coming on the on the show. Um, hope you enjoyed that. Just a few tweets to finish off yesterday's performance that I picked up, um, just as a, a kind of a selection, really. Everyone's probably saying similar things, in all honesty, dear listeners. Uh, but this is Millwall. says he never likes to lose, but GR Gary Rowett has made it clear he believes we have a shot at this league by playing a near-reserve side. Even then, uh, they certainly didn't embarrass themselves against a team who have been unreal in the Premier League this season. What is important now is making it count in the league. We touched on that with Rob just before we lost him there. Um, trip to Ellen Road is huge. And then the trip to Hillsborough next Saturday also. Uh, we've mentioned Tell Ratch already. It says the team that we started yesterday says that Leeds away matters more to 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 uh, to the club and i think that's correct charlie kent because people have been out digging rower out online says people actually knocking rower lol a man who has single-handedly changed a dog shit side into a fantastic side to watch in 16 games he's done that um a 22 man squad a goal away to top of the league and finishing the league in three days you have to prioritize prioritization being the key word for charlie kent there um, John Kelly, journalist, said he thought it was disappointing performance, very comfortable for the Blades, as Mill never really pushed them. <clears throat> One corner for the home side in the game sums it up for John. 
Um, Mill halfway lines picking up on a, on a great display by Billy Mitchell. Understandably nervous boy versus versus Newport, but much more confident yesterday. Really well played. I agree. I thought Billy Mitchell did okay in in the midfield yesterday. And he looked comfortable, and I think that's that for me is the, is the key point. Um, Phil Clark says it just shows how small a squad this is. And as we can't really properly rest any of the key, 11 or 13 for a whole 90, maybe it's a little nudge to join Berylson to get two more in this window. Two more. I don't know if there's two more in the, in the line or possibly even there's one more. I know that Rowett has spoken of his desire to bring maybe one more in, so we'll, we'll see on that. Uh, Glenn Horner praising Rowett's post-match interviews, uh, comments how enlightening they are. It's clear, says Glyn, that there are three or four players who will be leaving the club in the summertime. We've touched on that in the conversation with with uh, Rob Carnaby earlier on. I think um, AOB, Aidan O'Brien, I don't like really calling people by their um, you know their initials. But anyway, Aidan O'Brien, Scalak, the fact he didn't feature yesterday to me was um, was a big statement by by the manager. Conor Mahoney, we've mentioned already, that was a stage set for a player of his talent. Um, Self-evident talent, but there's something not quite there in terms of drive and strength of character to take that, that the ball on yesterday and make it happen. So I'm afraid that Mahoney is starting to um, you know, edge towards the taxi rank and there'll be one or two others. Maybe some of the squad players may be moved on in place of better quality. Um, Philip James Roberts in reply <coughs> says that Smith um, didn't look at, did uh, made his presence felt, but there was no space up front. It was up against a decent quality defence. No space for AOB and Smith, he says. However, they, they did little to probe. Um, Smith does use his presence well, says Philip. Um, but Connor and AOB hid. Uh, they accepted that the Blades players were too good for them individually. If uh, Rowett wanted to win, then sit on 60 minutes, Jed, Marlon, Bradshaw should have come on. But I think, as we've said, and we'll finish with, it's all on the Leeds game on Tuesday night. Massive, massive game. Great. Um, Good luck to everyone travelling up there. Uh, it's going to be a great fixture. Um, I can't make Leeds Tuesday. I should be watching it on the TV. Um, hoping to be at Hillsborough next Saturday. So, fingers crossed, big week ahead of us, dear listeners. Tune in on Thursday for the Mill Fans Show. And we'll see where we stand after next next Saturday. Arriva Dirty Millwall. Thanks for listening once again. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. Achtung, Millwall. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. 
That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.